You're listening to the loop. Whoa, 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 whoa. You know, when you, when you go to speak and you got that little froggy sitting in your throat just waiting to introduce itself and say hello to the world. This got done by Mr. Frog, Frogworth, Freddie Frogworth. Let's try that again. You're listening. Oh, now my phone's going off. All right, okay. Probably should redo this one, but you know what? Nah, we don't do redo things with the Loot Page podcast. We just let it flow. So here we go. Third time lucky. <clears throat> you listen to the Loot Page podcast, and in this week's episode, I share my top three things to do when you're feeling stressed or anxious. Don't know about that stress or anxious delivery. Uh, but yeah, top three things to do when you're feeling stressed or anxious. So here we go. All right, here we go. You're listening to the Luke Page Podcast, the number one podcast specifically made for coaches. Get ready for out-of-the-box conversations from the world's leading coaches and experts. We're going to be talking all things business, health, happiness, and just being the most amazing human being that you can. Why? Well, I ask, why not? You see, we're only here once. We've got one life, so let's make this thing count. I believe that we can have it all. All the money, all the love, all the joy, all the success, all the excitement. I'm here for all of it. And if you are too, then come along with me. Let's do this. All right. What is up, everybody? Um, It feels like it's been such a long time since I've done a podcast, Um, even though I did one. I mean, a solo podcast. I uh, I did a, um, a podcast with a guest last week, but I think a couple before that, I have just reposted podcasts, um, and I just haven't had the um, I haven't had a lot of time lately to be for, to be recording podcasts, which kind of brings us into my topic here, which is I wanted to go through. Top three things to do when you're stressed or anxious. So, how's your stress levels right now? How's your levels of anxiety for whatever reason? You know, living in the world that we live in, um, it's very easy to become stressed and anxious. And um, for me personally, the last month or so, um, I've had really, like I've had moments of stress and um, moments of feeling anxious. So I thought this is a really, um, and also there's been a bunch of clients who have also expressed the same thing. I'm really stressed at the moment. I'm really anxious at the moment. So I thought this is a really fitting time to do this podcast because number one, I've been going through it. Uh, Number two, a bunch of clients have been going through it. And I'm just, we all go through this at some stage, stress and anxiety and learning how to deal with it. Unless you're living out in the the outback, Uh, unless you're living in a remote island, (laughs) <laughs> you're going to experience stress and anxiety, right? Living in a busy world. So, um, yeah, I wanted to do this episode to um, kind of help out with that if I possibly can. There's so many different things. And look, I'm only going gonna, gonna to be sharing my top three things to do when I'm feeling stressed and anxious. There's a million things that you can do and you've got to find the top three that work for you. But these three work really well for me and I, I don't see why they wouldn't work really well for anyone else. So um, I wanted to share with them. Now, I also wanted to share why I've been stressed and why I've been anxious at times. And I would say two main reasons. Number one, my wife and I, we've just been, we've been, for the last year, our relationship has been really roller coaster rocky. It's been up, it's been down, it's been up and been down. So the last month or so, we've been fighting more than normal. Um and 
and um, that's just been kind of causing stress for me personally. Um, on top of that, there I've been super busy. I've been really, really busy, and there's been times and weeks throughout the last month where it's been seven days a week type thing, and I, I guess I haven't been used to the amount of workload um, that I've that I that's, that's come on me the last month or so. Um, so just my body learning to deal with it has caused me stress. Um, so I've had to, I've had to lean on these top three things quite a bit, especially over the last month. And, um, I always turn to these top three things when I'm feeling stressed or anxious, but over the last month, I've really been turning to them more often than not. Um, so I want to share them with you. So if you're stressed right now, or if you're anxious, I got y'all. Yeah, I got y'all. Here we go. Number one, what's the top thing to do when you're stressed or anxious? The top thing. And I think about um, what has the greatest effect. And I'd have to say the breath. Yeah, you've heard it before. Cool. You've heard it before. Do you do it? Um, Breathing. What happens when we're stressed or anxious? We generally breathe in a shallow way we don't breathe deeply we breathe we breathe fast and because we're not letting oxygen into our body um, our heart rate increases so we need to bring more oxygen into our body and that's what breathing does so knowing how to like regulate your body is really important it's such a great tool to have now the particular breathing exercise because you can just do you know deep breathing just go Take a deep breath. You can do those. Do you know three deep breaths? Or even a minute of deep breathing. That will help. 100% it'll help. The particular breathing, and there's a million different breathing exercises. The particular breathing exercise that I wanted to talk about was Wim Hof's breathing exercise. Now, if you don't know who Wim Hof is, he's this crazy dude that lives up in, I don't know, uh, Finland or something like that, Iceland. You know what, I might even ask, Dr. Google, where does Wim Hof, somewhere in the Scandinavian countries, I believe, where does Wim Hof, I've got to find this out now, I always do this, Wim Hof live. Um, he born, come on, Wim Hof now trades in North Pole. No, that's Australian. He doesn't live in Australia. I think it's saying. He lived. He used to live in a house. Now he lives in Amsterdam. All right, he lives in Amsterdam, right? And Amsterdam's pretty cold. Not crazy cold, but cool, right? Anyway, he's this guy, if you don't know who he is, he's this guy who who um, basically uh, he, he... I can't even speak. I'm too stressed. I've still gotten the words. He... Um, that's what I'm looking for. He exposes himself to cold um, and like extreme stuff. So he's a type of guy that can sit in, you know, like an ice bath for like an hour and a half or something like that, right? So the everyday person would be dead by then. Um, he can sit there um, in extreme temperatures, like sit out in the snow just wearing jocks, um, which 
if you don't know what jocks are, they're underwear. Um, I don't know what else you call them in different countries. Uh, but just sitting out in the snow wearing nothing, yeah? And he's all good. And he can actually go and how's this? He can actually sit in an ice bath. They've measured him. Um, and he can actually raise his body temperature. So he jumps in an, an ice bath and he can raise his body temperature, which is crazy. He does it by his mind. Um, so he's just this guy who um, talks about the benefits of exposing yourself to cold um, temperatures often and how it has great effects with your health um, and your mindset and everything like that. And apart from that, he also talks about this specific breathing technique. And whenever I'm super stressed or super anxious or something like that, and I just need something where I can do an exercise to really let it out, I do his breathing exercise. It probably takes me about 15 minutes. Depending on how long you can hold your breath for, will make it shorter or longer. But if you're kind of getting started into it, it'll probably take you about 10 minutes to do. So I'm going to go through it with you. Um, and if you can follow along, sweet. But to go deeper with it, just Google Wim Hof. And how do you spell Wim Hof? Uh, W-I-M, that's his first name, Wim. And his second name is Hof, H-O-F. So just Google Wim Hof breathing technique. And he'll have a video and there'll be a million videos explaining how to do it. But let's go through it, right? So what you're going to do is I've found you can either lie down or you can sit in a chair. Personally, I've done both and I've tried both. I find lying down is better just because you're, you've got to breathe into your diaphragm, which is kind of like your belly. And I find that you're a little bit restricted with your air intake when you're sitting, when your knees are kind of up towards your chest, if that makes sense, if you're kind of in the seated position. So personally, lying down, you actually can let more air in. That's me personally. So what you do is you lie down and um, you are breathing in and you're exhaling. So what you're going to do is you're going to breathe in and you're going to fill up your diaphragm and then you're going to transfer and fill up your lungs and then you're going to breathe it all up into the top of your head. So it's kind of like a wave. Um, So you breathe in and you feel the air breathing coming in and filling up your diaphragm. So you go... Then... When your like diaphragm starts filling up, then start breathing um, and letting the air come up through your lungs. And then when your lungs start filling up, then you kind of suck the air up to the top of your head. It's a weird kind of like if you if you haven't done this before, you're like, how this? How do you suck air up to the top of your head? But you just almost like imagine it, right? So it's kind of like you're doing a wave type thing. Your diaphragm, the air comes in with a wave and then the, other, the next lot of air comes through your, um, your lungs and then the next lot of air shoots up and it finishes in the top of your head. And then what you do is you just do that. You just say, breathe in. So you're going to go. See what I did there? You might have heard like a little bit of a wave sound. So I'm kind of like the first section is I'm filling up my diaphragm. The next section is I'm filling up my lungs. And then the last section is I'm going. And that's kind of getting the air up into my head. So you're going to go. And you let it out. Now, you can do this by breathing through your mouth or your nose. Um, Technically, they say um, do it through your nose but you can do it through your mouth. I personally do it through my mouth, yeah? And the reason why is because me doing this through my nose, my nose is sensitive to the air and it just really hurts my nose. Um, Breathing in and out deeply like this through my nose 
just for a period of time. So personally, I do it through my mouth um, and it works great, yeah? So whether you're a mouth breather or a nose breather, or technically I am a nose breather, but for this particular exercise, I, I breathe in and out through my nose. Um, if you want to try it with your nose, sorry, I breathe in and out through my mouth, um, but try it with your nose first. If that's too intense for your nose, then move on to doing your mouth. Um, and yeah, you can, whatever, you can breathe in through your nose, breathe out through your mouth, breathe in through your nose, breathe out through your nose, breathe in through your mouth, breathe out through your mouth. It does not matter. Just whatever. You're putting oxygen in your body. Cool. So what you're going to do is you're going to go. And that's one, right? That's one round. You're going to do 30 of these. So you're going to go. Right, you're going to go 30 of those. Once you've done 30, and by the way, you are, if you haven't done this before, you're going to feel lightheaded and it's completely normal. It's the whole purpose and point of this. Um, so once you've done 30 of them, and personally, um, I start to lose track of my like counting. If that happens to you, probably because you're getting lightheaded, it's normal. So for example, you might be like, oh, I've done 10, and you keep on going. Then you're like, oh, where am I? Am I at 11? Am I at 17? Don't freak out about it. Just like if you kind of get lost, um, just keep on continuing whatever number comes to your head, right? Once you get to 30, what I want you to do is in your 30th one, let it out. And then I want you to hold your breath. You need to hold your breath as long as possible. As long as possible. Hey, just want to quickly jump in here to tell you about this awesome new training that I put together. It's called the three steps to get to 10K a month as a coach. Now, if you're a coach and you're currently making under 10K each month and you want to know how you can get there for yourself, how you can be doing 10K months, month after month, then you probably want to check out this really awesome training. I've kept it short, only goes for 14 minutes. You don't even need to opt in, so save your email for another spammer. To watch it, head to www.lukepage.com.au forward slash 10k i'm gonna pop that link in the show notes but anyway let's get back to the episode now here's the crazy thing how if i could if i if i said to you how long to you can you hold your breath for like if i had to stick you underneath water how long could you hold your breath for the average person person would probably i don't know max 30 seconds you might have some freaks out there that go for a minute like i'm talking freaks yeah but when you do this breathing exercise and you do it a you know a number of times, you start to get used to it. You start to get to used to and get good and effective out of really bringing oxygen into your body and then releasing it. You 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 won't believe me in saying this, but within the first time I ever done this, within five consecutive days of doing it, I was holding my breath for about four minutes. It's insane four minutes now i don't know this has probably got to do a little bit with my fitness i also surf so you know i'm used to holding my breath um and mind you when you surf and you're underneath the water and you're getting thrown around by the wave um it's a really high stress situation to be able to hold your breath uh because it's not like you're just sitting underneath a pool with your heart rate low your heart rate going into you know you're paddling into the wave and then you know, you're going across the wave and then the wave dumps you. 
you're getting dumped and going underwater when your heart rate is already at a high heart rate, if that makes sense. And then to add to it, you're underneath the water and you're getting thrown around, which puts even more stress in the body. So you ha- you've got no choice. You've got to hold your breath, right? And you've got to hold your breath until you get up into the water. And if it's a big wave, um, waves push you down uh, deep. So it's not like you're just on the surface. So, you know, if you get taken by a big wave, you get sucked down deep into the water and, um, you know, you've got to wait for the wave to pass type thing. And then, you know, you've got to swim. And sometimes it might take three, four, five kind of breaststrokes to get to the top because, you know, you could be five meters deep under the water, right? So uh, I don't know if that's got to do with maybe, you know, I'm hitting four minutes so quickly, but regardless of that, right? You'll be amazed at how long you can hold your breath for. If you're someone right now that can only hold their breath for 10 seconds, do this exercise. You're probably going to get to a minute. It's insane. So that's what you do. You do 30 rounds of that inhaling, exhaling. Then on the 30th one, so breathe in. Let it out. And then hold for just as long as you can. Hold to the point where, you know, it gets uncomfortable type thing. Remember, you can take a breath whenever you want, but just push yourself. And when you feel that you can't hold any longer, you need to breathe, then I want you to do a big inhale, doing the same, following the same thing. So fill up your diaphragm, fill up your lungs, and then shoot it into the top of your head. So you've held your breath, and you're like, okay, I need to breathe now. So you're just going to go... And you're going to hold it for 10 more seconds. So you're not going to release, you're just going to breathe in. Hold for 10. You're going to slowly count to 10. And then you're going to exhale. And let it all out to a point where it feels comfortable. Now, that's one cycle. Yeah? So 30 inhale, exhales. Hold your breath for as long as possible. Then when you need to breathe, you breathe in. Hold for 10 seconds and then exhale. Um, that's one cycle. And when what you do, you can technically do as many as you want, but just in general, you do three of those. Yeah. Now, what's going to happen when you do this is, um, especially if you haven't done this before and you do it right, man, you are going to get a major buzz. Major buzz. Uh, you are going to be high, getting high. Put it this way. Uh, I don't know if you've ever done this before, but legit. You get high on your own supply, as Win Hoff says. Um, it's a really awesome feeling. And if you've got, um, if you haven't done this stuff before and you've never really released um, a lot of, I don't know, emotion in you, like, whew, get ready for a dump of emotion. Oh, and it feels unbelievably amazing. Um, because what we do, we just hold on to this whatever it is, all these emotions, all this energy that we hold on to. So this here, this breathing technique, releases all that. Oh, yeah, it's really, it's magical stuff. So um, I know you might be like, if you haven't heard this stuff before, you might be like, oh, Luke, that's, that's really hard to follow. There's a lot there. Um, you can go back over this podcast um, and like I said, Google Wim Hof breathing technique. It is magical. So that's my number one thing to do when you're feeling stressed or anxious. Let's go to number two. Number two is journaling. Mm. I'm going to tell you what I do. Um, so 
when you're feeling tired, for starters, I think just the exercise of, of journaling often is a really good thing because um, we, can, we can be reactive in getting stressed and anxious or we can be proactive. Reactive means that we get stressed, we get anxious, and then we do this. Proactive means that we do things now to help us avoid stress and anxiety, if that makes sense. And I'll give you an example. Um, An example would be you meditate every single morning. And if you meditate every single morning or you meditate twice a day, for example, because and regardless, you're not waiting for that big moment or that big week to feel really stressed, yeah? If you're doing that every single day um, and you're living the typical life where stressful times and moments come up, because you're meditating and becoming present and calming your mind, you'll find that you'll actually deal with stress a lot better. So you won't feel it as much, right? And because you're doing that constantly, because you're not feeling it as much, you won't need to do these you know, um, SOS type emergency things that I'm kind of talking about here. But, you know, these top three things here work both ways. So they work if it's like an urgent emergency where you're like, man, I'm so stressed right now. I'm so anxious and I need help. You can use these three things. They also work as a proactive. So they work in reactive mode and they work in proactive mode. So if you don't want to get to the point where you're feeling massively stressed and anxious, do these three things. Um, you know, every day or two and you'll find that you're probably not going to get to the point where you're really, really stressed and anxious. So number two is journaling. Um, and yeah, it's just a great exercise to do often, um, if not every day. Um, there's, um, you know, I, I, if not two, two times a day, like I talk about doing it morning and night, I'm not 100% um, um, consistent with that I probably on average journal once a day but there's some days where I'll journal morning and night so um, but it's just a great exercise to do this is what I do basically so um, if we're relating it to being stressed or anxious what we want to do is we want to get you're going to you're going to notice a theme here is we're getting everything out of our body yeah when we hold on to it that's when it hurts when we hold on to it that's when we get sick when we hold on to it that's when we get a disease. When we hold on to it, that's where we feel overwhelmed, super stressed, super anxiety. So we're holding on to something. We just need to release it. And usually when it comes to the journaling thing, what's happening is we've got all these thoughts in our head. You know, we're worrying about things. We're freaking out about things. Um, and we're thinking all these things in our head. And we just want to get them out. So the first thing is just to get everything out of your head write it on paper and no filter. This is what I love about journaling. This is the no filter thing. Um, I'm the type of person where I don't like to, I don't like to complain. I'm generally a positive person. I'm an optimist. So, you know, I've been kind of taught, hey, be, be grateful, Luke. Look at the good side. Look at the upside. What have you learned from this? But we've all got the old you know, the black wolf and white wolf inside us. We've all got the, we've all got the, uh, the angels and we've also got the devil inside us, yeah? So you can play the old I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm positive, I'm positive, I'm positive, I'm positive game. But the darkness, we've all got light and darkness inside you. If you don't allow the darkness to speak, it'll come out eventually in a way that you have no control over, right? 
And what I mean by that, the outburst, you know, the, um, the, the rage, the major anger, the um, being mean to someone, that type of thing. So we don't want to like the, the dark side of us is that we need to let that out. Yeah. So if you're kind of anyone like me, where you are that positive person, if you probably listen to this, you probably are, right? You're more leaning towards a positive person. Um, and you're more of an optimist and you, 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 you like to like, you want to, you want to focus on the good things in life rather than the bad things. So externally you will speak good and positivity. And when the darkness comes on in the inside, you know, that kind of that little voice in your head, you know, complaining or you're not grateful for something or whatever it is, we need to let that stuff out as well. And that's what journaling is perfect for. Yeah. Because um, personally, I don't really want to speak to anyone like that. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable um, really dumping all that crap on someone, like negative stuff, yeah? Journaling for me personally is way more comfortable in dumping this darkness on. Not saying that I never speak to anyone about when I have negative thoughts and stuff. But in general, I just find that journaling is a really easily accessible thing where I can dump my shit on it, Yeah because it's just a piece of paper. So you get your journal out and uh, you're feeling stressed. Imagine this. So you're feeling really stressed right now. You're feeling really anxious. You're going to get your journal out and you're going to write exactly what you're thinking. Yeah. No filter. So let's just say you're stressed about something um, and let's just say you're angry at someone. You're going to write down and you're going to say exactly what you're feeling. You're going to put capitals in there. You're going to swear. You're going to put exclamation marks. You're basically going to get angry at them. You're going to let them all out, just like the piece of paper is the person that you want to yell at, for example. You're going to let all your crap out, any hate that you've got, any darkness, any anger, any frustration, anything to do with your worries and worried about this, or anything to do with your complaining, yeah? I'm sick of this happening or I'm sick of how this goes. You know, any of your worries, any of your fears, you're going to write it all down, no filter, anything that you want, let it all out in the page. It's a huge spew. Trust me, the paper won't get offended. (laughs) The paper won't get offended. That's what's great about this. So you're going to let it all out. And then when you've let it all out to the point where you're like, okay, I've got it out. You'll just know, yeah? I mean, to keep on writing until you basically can't write anymore, yeah? You'll just know you get to the point you're like, okay, cool, that's out. Next, I want you to read it back. I want you to read it back. Interesting exercise. Read back all the stuff that you just blurted out. Read it back. Now, now that you've let it out, You've read it back. Now I want you to turn things around, if you can. And I get it sometimes, sometimes you'll feel in a more empowered state to do this. Others that you won't, depending on how stressed you're feeling, yeah? But what I, what I, what I really challenge myself to do, which sometimes it's easier than others, just have at least one thing sometimes i'll be able to like splurt all that crap out and then i read it back and then i go into okay sweet this is what i this is how i'm now seeing it you know it's not that bad or you know what you know what okay i am grateful for this and then i do i do like a lot of writing talking on more of a positive side so i feel better and i leave feeling better 
So if that if you're feeling like that you've got it all out on the page now and now you can kind of look at the upside and the positive and things like that, do that. But if you're still struggling, I just want you to kind of go for just one thing. What's one thing that you can put down there where it'll lean towards the positive side? Maybe that, okay, you've, you know, you've written all this stuff that you're stressed and worried about and then you can mention something that, you know what, and this is all happening exactly for me. Yeah, it's exactly what I need right now. It's hard, but it's making me stronger. Um, it could be that you've been blaming or complaining, right? And then you just go, you talk about one little line or one little sentence, how you have some responsibility there. Um, it's just going from letting it all out, rereading it, and then doing your best to have some sort of positivity to finish it on there, yeah? Because that'll help you move on. All right. And the last thing, let's go to number three. So we've got number one is the breath. Number two is journal. Number three, and this is the fun one. Do something fun. Do something fun. Oh, do something fun. So, you know, we've all got that funny friend. Go call them, go hang out with them, right? That friend that makes you laugh. Um, or go do something that you just love to do. You know, you'll if you follow me, you know, and I've already done it in this podcast. I always talk about surfing. Always talk about surfing. I love it. I love it. And um, surfing, like if, if I'm ever stressed, I go for a surf and I tell you what, it helps so much. So like being out in the, in the, in the elements, yeah, in the nature, having the salt around the waves, um, you know, getting my body, exercising. If I'm doing it with a mate, it's fun. Um, that really helps um, kind of unwind. So for me, surfing is one of those things where I really enjoy it and it has fun, uh, I have a lot of fun with it. Um, but what is that thing for you? What's the thing that you can do that allows you to have fun. We're all different. It could be, yeah, hang around that certain person. It could be watch a movie, a comedy. Um, it could be that you go take your dog for a walk. Uh, it could be that you hang out with your partner if you've got a partner. It could be that you hang out with your family. It could be that you go down to time zone. Time zones, I don't know if that's around the world, but time zones like a video game arcade in Australia. I don't know, whatever it is. Could be that you knit. Could be that you go for a ride. You ride your bike. Could be that you go for a joy ride in that 1960s classic car that you own. <laughs> I don't care what it is, but what is that thing for you that allows you to have fun? You need to have these things in your life. You need to have go-to things that allow you to unwind and have fun. If you don't, you got to go find it. All right, top three things to do when you're stressed or anxious. Number one is breathe. Go do that breathing exercise. Learn it. It is an absolute cracker. Number two is journal. Uh, let it all out. Yeah, let write it all down. No filter. Have a bitch. Have a moan. Have a complain. Talk about all your worries, all the things you're freaking out about. Um, rewrite it, sorry, reread it and then try and turn, okay, what's the upside now? What's a different perspective? 
where can I look at it now and what have I learned or what was, how can I take responsibility from this? Or, you know, what's not so bad about this situation? What's the good side of this situation? What have I learned from it? So turn it from a negative to a positive. And then the last thing is you've got to do something fun. Have fun with your life. Have a laugh. Have a laugh. Laughter is the best medicine. So you've got to have a laugh. Hey, I hope you're enjoying today's episode so far. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date because we release a new podcast every single week. And if you're getting value out of this, then share it. Share it with the world. Share it with someone that you know that would also benefit from it. And hey, tag us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page and we'll give you a shout out for the support. Thank you so much. Let's get back into this. All righty. And, you know, if you are going through a stressful period in time right now, or you are going through an anxious time or period right now, what's that word? Thou shall pass. Thou shall pass? Those, Those two. Thou shall pass. Is it thou shall pass? Back to Doc McDougall. Thou shall pass. I just want to get this before we go. Thou shall pass. It is. This too. I'm terrible. This too shall pass. Can we re Can we just re-record this? Can we edit that out? Um, by the way, I don't edit any blocks of my podcast, so you're going to get like shit like this. Um, so let me say that again. Look, if you're going through a really stressful time right now or, you know, an extra anxious time, this too shall pass like the waves that break on the ocean on the shore they come they go more will come more will go (laughs) oh i don't know if i could be a philosopher i don't know if i could be a philosopher jimmy anyway i'm out of here um, let it out. It's what we're doing, yeah? We're going to let it all out and we're going to bring the goodness in. Let the darkness in. Let the lightness back in. Sorry. Let the darkness out and let the lightness back in. Here we go. Uh, enjoy with these um, little three things. And hey, if they have an effect on you and you get a bit of a win, get some results out of this, send me a message at Luke underscore page on Insta. Say, hey, Luke, tried one of your things and it helped. So I just want to say, you know, okay, I want to give you a little pat on the back for actually doing things because a lot of the time we listen to these podcasts and watch these amazing videos and we go, oh, that was amazing, but we don't do anything about it. Got to do something about it. Okay, speak to Hey there, I hope you loved today's episode. And if you did, I would really appreciate if you could leave us a review on the platform that you're listening to this on right now. You see, your help and support allows us to spread this podcast across the world and we can't do it without you. Apart from that, make sure you're following us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page.